Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. As always, I am Kaylee Batesman, the Content Director at She Can Code, and today we are discussing Tech for Good. Now, Tech for Good is all about using technology to solve social and environmental issues and create a positive social impact. Companies in this area aim to tackle the biggest problems the planet faces, including climate change, food inequality and social justice. So today we have Krista Griggs, Head of Financial Services and Insurance at Fujitsu UK, here with me today to explore the world of tech for good and why more women should be a part of it. Welcome, Krista. Thank you. Thank you, Hayley. Great to be here. Yeah, thank thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Can you kick off uh, with a little bit of a background about yourself to to set the scene for our listeners today? Yeah, of course. Um, So so I'm uh, uh, Dutch, actually, originally, um, but now uh, I've been in in Britain for about uh, 22 years now, so a little bit of a hybrid in many ways. Uh, And I started my career in in software development. Um, And what I loved about that was the ability to create new things, to make things easier for, for people and uh, for, for whether that's end users or colleagues. Um, and so that's been something that's been really a passion for me all the way through my career as I've progressed through becoming a, an architect, working in different domains, so financial services, defense, uh, central government, uh, logistics. And it's really been that curiosity uh, that, for me, has driven my passion to continue to develop things. Um, and I carry that very much with me now. And, and so I'm a, I am I direct a, a sector now, um, so uh, more a leader and less of a technologist. But it's really having that passion for technology and the impact it can create that um, differentiates me. And that means that I can add value to what we do sounds like um, you're another one of our ladies that we speak to often who say you know they didn't plan to come into tech that they did lots of careers before before they came into it and did you did you know before you came into tech is that was that a draw to the tech sector actually the impact that that you can have um, yeah, I think it was actually so so absolutely the it's the it's the ability to create things um through the technology so it's never it, it never has been for me from, from the start of uh, the uh, falling into a career in tech because it was a little bit like that um it was it was never about the technology itself it was actually being being able to to make a difference and I think that's more common for women generally anyway and that's not to say men aren't uh driven by the same but but I think um Maybe women have more permission to be driven by purpose. Um, I, I don't know what what's really behind it, but um, but yeah. So for me, it, it has absolutely been a, a vehicle for for being able to make change and make a difference. Yeah, and I think it's something that uh, a lot of people don't realise as well about the tech sector um, until you come into it that there is the opportunity to make an impact there, um, even if you don't work in the area of tech for good obviously, um, which we are going to be discussing today. Um, So if we jump in with um, our first question for you is, what exactly is Tech for Good? So the power of technology is is incredible. And especially now with uh, all the changes, some of it's been driven by people using more digital channels because of the pandemic and lockdown, people becoming more accustomed to doing, um, you know, grandparents having zoom calls or video calls with your grandparents people are becoming much more uh, in tune with being able to uh, use technology as part of everyday life 
Um, and, and as a consequence, the tech sector is continually driving things. Um, but the, the, the key with that is there's massive power, but therefore there's also risk. There's risk in terms of who are we leaving behind through doing this. There's risk through uh, are we building it for competitive advantage or are we building it to do the right thing for society? And so I, uh, it's one of the things that um, worries me to be honest, around the the ethical, uh, how do we define the ethics uh, around what we're building and and is what we're building actually the right thing? Because often, especially new technologies are considered to be geeky topics uh, and therefore it attracts um, more men generally than women and because it has this association that it's geeky and it's really technical um but actually in reality it it can be really beautiful uh but but only if we intend it to be so yes yeah and it's interesting there that you um talk about risk and and not leaving people behind in our intentions um I think um, that's an incredibly important part because I think people might come into the tech sector with the idea that they can come in and they can make change and and they can do good. And perhaps if they join the wrong company, they might not um, actually find that opportunity for them. So I think it's it's about making sure that um, if you if you do not just enter the tech sector uh, with the plan of, um, you know, uh, going into tech for good, but that you join a company that encourages you to, you know, create you an environment um, where you can actually, you know, um, make an impact. But I think that absolutely depends on which company you pick and what their mission is um, and whether they're transparent about, you know, what they actually plan to do. Um, Why do you think uh, tech for good is important? You already mentioned, obviously, the changes there with, COVID and, and how much um, it, technology and society has changed. Um, uh, why, why do you think it's important nowadays? So, so I think every business now is a technology company. Every business is underpinned by implementing different technology solutions to make it easier, uh, more accessible, so many more accessible in many ways, uh, and safer in the context of COVID pandemics and things like that. But um, it sort of comes back to therefore technology you can't get away from technology and there isn't enough talent and there are more and more women getting into technology and then there's more diverse uh, workforce but if we look at technology it's still very much a male dominated area um and not by intention generally but by simple unconscious bias about not having enough voices in the room uh when you're um talking about what you want to create when you're designing it when you're testing it it's all the way through the life cycle by not having voices with diverse backgrounds who are considering um all of society by not representing all of society in the team who is focused on creating new technology and new businesses um you just forget people just forget often not intentionally so and that's why i think it's really important that um women as 50% of the of the of the population uh as 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 one um demographic group but but more more broadly people from lots of different backgrounds uh do have a voice do take their voice and do get involved and understand that actually maybe they're not that technical but maybe it is the other parts that is the value that they add there's plenty of people who've got the technology skills and they can be learned but it's about having the the values and and the uh skills that you've got as an individual that you can bring uh to add to the conversation uh, that can really make a change and that can really 
create uh, solutions that are better for society. Because if you look at the metaverse and the, the way that we're consuming uh, different services from entertainment, from travel, education, it, it's it's everywhere. It's the way we, we buy. Um, and so it's really important to me that women have a voice in all of those environments and where the decisions are made about what we're building. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, um, you see it in the press, don't you, where um, a product has been released and, as you say, there hasn't been diversity at all levels and somehow a product has, has made it through to release and you think, Christ, there had just been one person along that way that just would have said, you know what, this isn't going to work or that doesn't um, quite work for certain individuals in society. Um, as you as you said that, you know, it's not just about having people in the techie roles or what we assume are the geeky roles, but even right through to launch, um, you know, with uh, PR and um, uh, as you said, testing and you know so many areas to get something live. Um, you're absolutely right. It's not just uh, encouraging more diversity in the in the tech roles, which you say, as you said, there are the more male dominated roles um, uh, traditionally. Um, can you give us some examples of tech for good in action? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a huge range. So um, one area is around creating uh, technology solutions um, that make it easier. So, so um, for example, um, the introduction of uh, cards for, for people who were less fortunate or who were isolated or neighbours in the pandemic, um, they, they were uh, uh, created very quickly to help and, and support people. And similarly, now with the cost of living, we're seeing things. Be, so I'm from the financial services environment. So that's where I, I know a lot of what we do. So now we see uh, things being introduced, like um, providing more information around uh, financials uh, and for financial education to make better decisions uh, around uh, advising what you can do to uh, manage your spend more than anything it's roundups to help help you save but but also um around um, making sure that things are better for disabled people so one of our uh, one of our customers have been working we've been having conversations with them around how we can uh, do more like this um, where um, people with epilepsy can be triggered by uh, by flashing lights and so with this customer built with uh, Zoom, a new feature into Zoom to make sure that you can filter out. So Zoom will automatically detect the right uh, and appropriate levels of flashing images and will dim, if you switch on this setting, it will dim the flashing lights so that people don't get accidentally triggered by flashing lights on a Zoom call, for example. Oh. And it's really simple things like that. But also uh, we see a lot, for example, we do a lot with blockchain. Um, because in the um, less developed world, uh, there's there's agriculturists, there's farmers uh, who don't have necessarily have access to anything other than a mobile phone. And being able to create a, a backbone to help those uh, farmers have access to to be able to trade and grow. Um, so those are a few examples. And I think as well, what was nice there is you covered such a spectrum of of ideas, because I think when people think tech for good, they think it has to be um, on an international basis. It has to be, as we mentioned um, in the intro, you know, we talk about climate change and, um, you know, it, it could cover 
um, war or you know uh, finding a cure for cancer or whatever it may be but actually you you really took that down to everyday things like communicating easier with your family and um cost cost of living crisis obviously which is a, a huge thing at the moment so I think it's um sometimes people might think actually I'm, I'm going into that area because I have to solve these massive world problems and actually day to day um you can still be helping people um on on a daily basis um uh, on a smaller scale and still be working in in tech for good um I think as well uh, you just reminded me they're talking talking about um the the examples there that you offered it reminds me of when um I used to work a lot with uh, the not-for-profit apps for goods um because when I worked with uh apps for good they um it's the children um that used to come up with the ideas for their apps and um, obviously um in terms of tech for good and the ideas that they came up with it was so wonderful to see children who um, could just see the world completely different to an adult as well. And they didn't overthink it. They didn't think, how would the tech work? Would it, you know, make money or anything like that? They just, they just saw it as a simple, there's a need and they come up with a solution. I remember a child telling me once, um, that, you know, water shortage in certain countries. And he said, but if we have, uh, you know, we have all that seawater there. Why don't we just come up with an idea of how to make, that water, you know, drinkable. And, you know, it was just so innocent the way that he just said it, you know, he didn't, he didn't see barriers. He just, you know, came up with an idea um, and and went with it. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes as adults, we might talk ourselves out of, of ideas like that. But that's exactly the point why having diversity is really important because mm -hmm. children have a completely different perspective and therefore they're not conditioned by what's expected. Uh, what society expects, what's the right thing to do. And and um, and so they often do have really good ideas. And, and what you're talking about, are, you know, there's lots of different ways that we harvest water now, drinkable water to support uh, people in, 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 uh, in dire need of, of that as a consequence of, of um, the global warming. Um, but but it's, it's exactly that point of having different perspectives. And no one would come, when you have groupthink, when you have, lots of people who are the same, you will come up with the same idea and you'll go, yeah, that's a really good idea. And then you develop that further because everyone's in their comfort zone. And so by adding different voices, it can feel really uncomfortable, but it's those uncomfortable conversations and actually saying, you know what, I don't agree because, yeah. because of this, because of that. And having feeling empowered um, to to be able to say that, put your hand up and say, I, I, I don't agree. It's, it's, I, it, I don't see things that way. Um, and being able to then have a safe environment, have the conversation. That's where the magic happens. That's where the innovation happens. And that's where where tech for good is is sort of a topic that's really that I'm really passionate about because it's having those different perspectives. And the, the whole conversation, what I was saying about the, the change, uh, the feature in Zoom was all because someone actually got triggered with epilepsy um, mm -hmm. and so it's not it's it's only if you bring people who are from different communities that you would get access to information like that um, so I think it's really important to better represent society that you're serving in developing technology yeah yeah absolutely um, and that that actually um leads me to my next question about you know why is it so important that we get women involved in in tech for good and i think you really 
addressed it there and having that um, diversity of thoughts. Um, do you think you know women bring bring anything else in uh, in in that way? You mentioned at the start, you know, women might bring different traits as well, um, and and maybe you know working for a company that has more of a purpose might be more suited um, for females. Is that is that something that you see yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I think when you're there's a couple of things to to that. Um, so when you bring diversity, generally what you find is when you make something better for one person, you make it better for society. Um, I was recently uh, saw a, a post by someone who was at an airport where there was a really big ramp, which was obviously created for wheelchair users, but actually almost everyone used the ramp. There were toddlers, there were people with uh, who were struggling to walk because they'd broken a bone or there were um, so many different people, people carrying their luggage around. And, and so actually when you create something for one part of society, generally you create something that is better for everyone. Um, and we see that in, in culture surveys as well. So in teams that have got uh, higher um, uh, gender diversity, we see better engagement scores. In other words, by making the team better set up to support women who may have different needs, um, it actually creates an environment where everyone feels better supported. Uh, and, and, and therefore, uh, so I think that's one of the powers of bringing diversity and, and specifically bringing women into a team. It's they, there's a, a real, um, and this is sounds really uh generalizing and I don't intend it to be generalizing but but by and large women are uh, socially a little bit more capable of, of bringing people together so actually often women are really good team leaders they bring the team together um, and they create a, a more um, authentic culture um, and that's another thing where you find that often men feel more comfortable in a space like that as well yes. um, and so uh, those are some of the benefits that um, adding diversity and adding women into teams can have. Yes, yeah, and definitely. And we've spoken a lot there about um, the benefits of, of adding uh, more women into a team. How do you think organisations can encourage more women to, you know, go into tech for good um, and to to feel like they can make a difference in that area? So there's lots of different ways and, and we're, within our company, so I'm a co-chair of our Women's Business Network as well. So I see quite a lot of what we do and it's very data driven. And it's really around looking, firstly, um, it is a, a, a known fact that women will only apply for roles when they feel they can, can meet 100% of the requirements rather than men who often at 50, 60, they'll, they'll have a go. Um, and so it's about how you write your job specs, how you present yourself out, uh, what policies you have in place to support women specifically or carers of any kind. And again, this goes back to if you do it for women because you think that they're looking after kids, actually you find that people look after elderly neighbours or family members and, and, and giving that um, ability for men to to be able to do that as well uh, means that everyone is the well-being for everyone is improved 
Um, so, so it's providing all the different policies. Uh, it's providing, it's celebrating and having role models. So I think role models are really, really important as well in, in showcasing. You can't be what you can't see. It's a very simple saying, but actually it's very true. So uh, again, it's, it's celebrating the women in tech that you've got and, and um, showcasing uh, that. Uh, it's encouraging women in or girls in technology as well because it's even at that level where that change happens so getting involved with universities and and schools and uh, and bringing the women in tech and say it talking about what they're doing uh, and the impact that they're having um, so those are some of the ways that you can encourage we can encourage more women and I mean we have very strict rules about making sure that there's a diverse set of candidates for any interview for any role uh, so it's being deliberate about the values that you have as a company and actually living them through how you implement your policies and how you actually behave. Yeah, it's interesting you say there about um, going to the universities and speaking to the students um, and, and ensuring that they know, you know, the jobs that are available and what they look like. Um, because I, I think you're absolutely right there. There's a skill shortage in tech and actually you encourage those young women to say, you know, here's what you can do. It's not just about coming in and, and, and putting on a pair of headphones for the day and doing some coding that you can actually really make a, a difference um, to society. And this is the real world impact that you can actually have within technology there is there is that stereotype and it's always going to be there unless you know we try and have conversations like this um and as as you mentioned going into universities um, and just sharing the fact that you know technology um you get to work across a range of sectors when you work in the tech sector um and that you can really make a difference and I think that's something that perhaps a lot of young students really don't know and, and don't understand and, and as you say it's about getting those ladies out there to say this is what I do and this is this is how I make a difference. What are we likely to see in the future uh, for the tech for good sector? I think it's a hugely growing sector at the moment. I mean, the energy space is a really good example where there's there's an enormous amount of uh, investment in decarbonizing. So, so that's one area and it touches on everything because it touches on, on uh, transport and therefore manufacturers and retail and travel. Um, and so that's very, very big. Um, and I think also consumers are now demanding that the companies that they buy from um, are, are showing more than just making money, that they are committing to a purpose and they show that commitment. Um, and therefore, consumers are demanding that, employees are demanding that. So um, I think it's a, it's a huge uh, space and that comes down to the diversity um, and, and just being um, more open to, yeah. to um, delivering better outcomes for society yeah yeah and I think a, a lot of our ladies um so a lot of our ladies they're first and second jobbers um they're they're quite junior ladies and they always wonder how to get into certain areas uh, of technology I think as we've mentioned there's always that stereotype that you have to study computer science and come in and do a coding based role um as obviously from your experience as well you, you um ha have had quite a range uh, of jobs already before you came into tech uh, for our ladies listening if they wanted to move into tech for good is there is there a, a certain route there or do you think it's you know 
even approaching somebody in your own company perhaps and and you know starting a new project or you know are there any any tips there that you that you would share yeah absolutely so the the key thing for me is to be curious so understand for yourself what is it that you're passionate about what is it that gets you makes you get up in the morning and then look at what happens in that space so so go and find out do some research and then see if you can even on a voluntary basis start getting involved and just observe what's happening um or or uh, read books or follow podcasts for example there are lots of different ways where you can learn a little bit and then reach out and and then it's really about having the confidence to say actually I'd love to learn a little bit more about this could you could you help and when you reach out to people in a way like that then most people feel flattered because you are seeing them as knowledgeable and therefore they're quite happy to help generally so it's really about understanding what you're passionate about bring that passion and then be be bold and be curious yeah yeah that's that's great advice and I think um you just saying that asking people uh as well and and making sure that it sounds like you know you that you're asking for their support and their help I think that's something that we struggle with now a lot of us working from home making those connections to be able to reach out to somebody and say I want to do something new I want to start a new project and because perhaps you might not have those connections that you would have had if you were in the office full time um, or, you know, even I think in-person events is something um, that, you know, we're starting to get back into that rhythm. Um, but it was definitely something at the start that, you know, we missed out on uh, for some time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's it's getting involved in any sort of networks. Most companies have got women's best business networks or, or other networks, but getting involved in anything that gets you exposed to different people uh, is, a, is a good way of trying to, to learn a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Well, we are out of time, I'm afraid. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today, um, Krista. The the conversation has been really, really interesting. I'm sure our ladies will find it um, extremely useful. So thank you so much for, for coming in and um, sharing your insights today. Fantastic. Thank, thank, thank you so much. It was really enjoyable. Thank you. And for everybody listening, as always, thank you for joining us and we hope to see you again next time.